Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You've heard us talk about them. They're in, and they're on the website. Absolutely. Our brand new America's Diesel podcast, branded bills, badass, flex fit, performance material, sweat res- sweat stain resistant. It it literally feels like it cools your head. Like, I don't know amazing. how it's possible, but somehow it is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved. And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, you know, I say almost guarantee. No, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50 shipped to the lower 48 plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the dieselpopproducts.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, and pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> Dang, Tyler. What a weekend. Yeah, was it? What a nice, relaxing weekend. <laughs> I actually kind of wish I was at the sled pulls though with you guys. We're gonna, that we're gonna, fun. we are gonna talk about the sled pulls a little bit because okay. me and Corey went. Corey, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, was that your first sled pull event you've ever gone to? First one, yeah. I got <clears> spoiled <throat> too. Yeah, yeah. Took my pit pass. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> had to use yeah. it, all right? Yeah, no, it's, it's totally cool. It's one of those things too. It's like it's it's hard to. Um, God, I'm a I'm super echoey in my ear. Really? It, both of them, yeah. <clears throat> we'll keep going. No, I, yeah, but yeah, I'll keep going. But um, like some of these camping trips that we plan, mm-hmm. like my wife plans them like six months in advance. Mm-hmm. I was like before any sort of sled pull dates and things are out, so it's kind of sucks. On the you know, some of them we can cancel. This particular one was a one of our favorite little secret yeah. spots. It was nice. It was relaxing. Where was it? Can you say it was out uh, Priest Lake? Okay. Yeah, dude, I made a. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, 
I might get myself in trouble here, but there's no evidence. <laughs> but uh, I uh, attempt. Everybody's fishing out there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to catch fish. I didn't have a pole. I didn't have a line. I didn't have a hook. I didn't have bait. I had nothing. So I took a sapling, made my pole, nice little, you know. Mm-hmm. It was it was a good, you know, had some good flop to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I took some. Uh, I had this uh, <clears throat> knife that is like kind of like a survival knife and the handle of it's wrapped in paracord. Mm-hmm. And so I cut the ends of the paracord off and I peeled the inner strings out of the paracord. So I have this. Together. Yeah. yeah, and I tied it so I had a really nice long line. Okay, okay. Have you seen the videos of guys making fish hooks out of uh, the tabs of your beer? Yeah, yeah. So I tried that one. Didn't really, like it might work, but there's a couple of problems that I have with that mm-hmm. fish hook. For one, the little eyelet, super sharp, probably cut your line. Mm. Secondly, little flimsy. Right. Like, you get a banger on there. She ain't, she ain't coming in. Mm. But what I took was, uh, you know, uh, like the girls, and I'll, I'll have some too, but like mimosas, you know? Yeah. And so the <clears throat> the uh, wire that's for the cork. top. Get this. So I, I, I took the wire and I made fishing hooks out of the wire that were actually like good little fishing hooks and I had a little file and I filed them so they're super sharp mm-hmm. and they're actually pretty strong then I took the cork and I made a bobber yeah. <laughs> so I had this line cork bobber hook from a champagne bottle and then I took some uh, dog food and I put it I didn't catch a fish um <laughs> But really, yeah, okay. Well, the, the first time I did it, I was like hand lining it and like trying to throw it out there. Uh-huh. And um, I, I t- kind of like tied a rock around the string to get it like way out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I misjudged my throw and it went right out of my hands. And so I started running in the water and I, I just got freaking soaked. I'm trying to get my line back, I had to run back up to the trailer, grab my swimming shorts, and actually like basically swim out there to go get my line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of just like tied that one off for like just to just kind of sit out there uh-huh. and then i made a new one for my pull but yeah i didn't catch anything but in theory in theory should have worked could have should have uh, the the biggest problem i have with your story what? is uh how dare you say that you like, i might have a mimosa mimosas are amazing are, i don't dude. care who you are most so good did you know what we went and got to because like big at, uh at, at priest is like the huckleberry thing you know uh-huh. so uh the girls in the morning because i had a freaking rage and headache when i woke up because we partied pretty late um so they went to this little like gas station store and they got the um huckleberry like syrup stuff mm-hmm. so we had huckleberry mimosas nice oh dude Nothing will get you higher and then fall harder than a mimosa. Oh, um, <laughs> like, some of the, like the the rowdiest, and believe it or not, like I'm talking like legitimately, some of the rowdiest and like sloppiest <laughs> drunk I've ever been is like um, like bottomless mimosas. Oh God! <laughs> you want to see you want to see an angry sloppy Ben at like 24 by 11.30 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not dude. a football tailgate, yeah, I can tell you dude, that. It's trying the- to walk home from flames <laughs> after bottomless mimosas dude. from downtown San Jose. <laughs> dude, okay? it's like, you start, if you start, let's say, it's a, you know, mimosa's a breakfast drink. So he's, he's like, let's say you start like eight. Dude, you're hammed by nine. Easy. Sleeping by 11. <laughs> Possibly till dinner. Possibly like cry. Dinner. There might be a, a cry in between there. <laughs> like, <laughs> could just get like emotional. <laughs> like, it's like the it's, weirdest. It is, dude. It, it hits you hard. Yeah, hard. Comes out of nowhere and just slaps you right in the. I was gonna. 
I'm not even going to say what it is, but yeah, it slaps hard. <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler and Corey from America's yeah. Diesel Podcast talking about mimosas. Mimosas. <laughs> I, and I like all mimosas. Grapefruit. Oh, dude. Orange. You know what my favorite one is? Pineapple. Pineapple's great. Dude. Dragon fruit. Sure. Freaking uh, guava. <laughs> you throw it just, I want like seven-eighths minimum yeah. champagne. A little floater or some sort of juice in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy and, guy. And it is a manly drink, all right? It's not a, It's not just for the women. It's a, No. We're popping bottles up in there. Yeah. Popping bottles yeah. with chicks. With chicks, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Everybody wins. <laughs> Everybody wins. Except future you. <laughs> yeah, future, yeah. <laughs> and when I mean future you, I mean like hour and 20 minute you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That quick. It's, it's, a, it's a fast rise and a hard fall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. You can find us on any normal podcast mediums. That's uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify by searching America's Diesel Podcast. You can also find us on the social medias. Uh, we do go live on our Instagram page uh, every time we film, which is typically on Wednesdays. We are technically filming this on a Tuesday, and I did make an announcement that we do have a special live session later today. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, me and Tyler go live right around 5 p.m. Pacific time, just about every Wednesday. If you want to have a beer with the boys, tell us about your weekend. Tell us what you got going on this weekend. Just have a chat. You never know who's going to be in there. It's always a good time. I freaking love the live sessions. Uh, but also, if you do not follow our Instagram, please give it a follow. We are trying to pump those numbers up. It is ran by me. So any ads you're going to get, they're pretty much for me. Yeah. Which could be hilarious. Yes. Uh, yes. Lastly, Fact. or not last, we got a couple more things. Tyler, reviews. Oh, yeah. Reviews. By the way, we were get, I, I'm liking the uh, <clears throat> the new ones that we're getting, getting in because we're, we're almost at 500. Mm-hmm. 499 well whatever we're at less one is like there's one one star review mm -hmm. um that called the guy that called his mama's voice that's yeah. the only one only one which is even it wasn't even like a, a diss it was like you know whatever anyways <laughs> I, keep them coming in we're gonna we're at this rate we're gonna bypass all the other diesel podcasts as far as five star reviews which is awesome greatly appreciate it leave a review on any platform that you listen to this podcast on make sure to uh, screenshot it, send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com, include a picture of your truck and an address so you can get a decal for your truck, your whatever you want to put it on, uh, it, which is the same as our backdrop and our logos on our brand new badass hats. Yes. Lastly, if you're buying parts for your diesel pickup and you need them fast, check out dieselpowerproducts.com. We got 
stuff on there all day, every day. Look at that quick ship logo. If you need to verify it's in stock, it's got a quick ship logo by the part by the part number. That means it's verified in stock. Let it rip. If you have questions on that part, talk to any of our knowledgeable sales technicians. Uh, or you can go online and do the uh, chat feature on the website, email, whatever. Uh, they're on the phones 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time. If you are listening to this podcast and you talk to one of them or you place an order, make sure a note somewhere in the order or let your sales technician know that you are a podcast listener. You receive absolutely nothing. It's a great deal, I know. Uh, <laughs> but that does help us uh, with the numbers, at least in-house here, to make sure we can keep this podcast going. Um, also, I will say I do play favorites to podcast orders. Uh, if an issue comes about with an order and I happen to get my eyes on it and I see it's a podcast order. I'm not going to lie. I freaking play favorites. Okay guys like yeah. straight up Corey knows I, I yes big time. So, uh, I'm not saying you're gonna get special attention, but you go and get special attention. Yeah. You might, you might get something special in there. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, you know, all right. Uh, I think that's it for the intro. Oh, I have one. I actually have, I have two announcements, two announcements. Right. One, uh, Zach, congratulations. He just got married. I think it was last week and our weekend before. Uh, he and I have messaged a whole bunch uh, doing some 7-3 diagnostic stuff. He's a uh, dude in California. He got married. So congratulations, Zach. Uh, if you listen to this, uh, I did not tell you I was going to do this. And I'm not going to say your last name, but congratulations on your marriage. I'm glad your wife, or your now wife, loves OBS trucks because uh, it's a hard road to go down. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, uh, one of my close friends and also a podcast listener, uh, he's a 6'5 guy, so you know he's already a little bit retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Asian, which balances out, so it makes him basically a normal human being because Asians yeah. are notoriously smart. Maybe he knows something that we don't know about 6'5". Maybe six he fives. does. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I ah, don't know. I got you guys. <laughs> uh, but he uh, just had a baby a week ago. Um, they were working really hard to, to have this baby, and it's, uh, it's here. It's healthy. Everybody's happy. And I uh, just want to give a shout-out, Nate. Congratulations on the <clears throat> new baby boy. Uh, prepare to never have sleep. That's all I gotta say. I know folks have more than two kids, and they're like, "Ha ha, two kids! That was easy." Okay, I got two. He's got two. Just if you got one and you're thinking about two, just remember it changes. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot, and it goes up and up from there. Anyways, good to know. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into the sled pulls first off. So uh, <coughs> you guys may have seen on the Instagram page and or the Facebook page. Um, we had some sled pulls at the fairgrounds, which is conveniently located directly next to our building. Uh, yep. Like quite literally, me and Tyler's office is uh, the overlooks the entrance, so we got to see the, all the weird, yeah, the, all like yeah. the the uh, faculty entrance. So basically, yeah. all the the people that are like vendors and stuff like that. But also means all the sled pull guys come by, and we get to see their trucks. So if you follow us on Instagram, which is another reason too, I was uh, every time one like pulled it, I try to get my phone out fast enough to pull them. You know. Yeah. coming in and the cool thing is i didn't realize how many local sled pull guys i actually like know by name yeah you know I, there wasn't like a lot there i think there was only like eight or nine diesel trucks there um but it, it, i was like wow i i do actually know who these people are like i in my eyes they're like local legends you know yeah um but uh, tj burton who uh, pops into the live chat a lot um younger kid out here no he's not 12 he's actually 20 <laughs> but in our eyes sorry tj you're always gonna be 12 yeah you're gonna be 12 until you have like kids basically yeah. <laughs> until you have your own kids you're 12. <laughs> yeah. uh he he had a really good hook and his dad did too uh burton's in the 3-0 class or burton senior jason burton um lenny was out there had a couple different trucks uh popper smurf was out there uh and a couple other guys too but first before we get into the trucks so you guys have heard me and or uh, me and tyler talk about slut pulls i love slut pulls they're probably my favorite thing you yeah. and i have actually debated a little bit because like i'm I'm sled pulls, drag racing. You're 
drag racing sled pulls close to each other but still one above the other uh, yeah 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 i would say yeah i don't know what it is for me i just i find sled pulls way more satisfying there maybe i just need to go to more of them I, i've been to quite a few of them but yeah i don't it uh i don't know i just i've always like i i've just always liked the drag racing thing from like the classic car side of things and the um you know stuff like that so that's kind of just where where my mind is with it yeah it. so luckily and this is also a big thank you to tj uh tj walked into my office at like because we we did a podcast previously about how we we're gonna like try and like sneak in mm -hmm. and uh looking back hindsight 2020 we totally could have snuck in it was easily <laughs> super easy but it's always yeah. nice to have a pit pass just to make sure you can get anyways yeah so interesting fact <laughs> i convinced a whole bunch of people here to go and like i even like bought tickets for people and they paid me money for them and all that stuff i didn't make money I, you don't you don't do that kind of thing right people. like hey i, I got this rope scalping want, tickets on everybody the side. wants more like, <laughs> we can add in people there if you haven't been you should go it's a great time nah, yeah, yeah. so i got like i think we had like eight or nine people go and <coughs> then uh that day at about i don't know two or three o'clock tj rolls into my office like here catch pit passes i'm like serious he's like yeah you and Tyler. I was like, well, Tyler can't go. I was like, well, as long as someone just says they're Tyler, they'll be fine. Yeah. And he just gave me some wristbands. I was like, sick. I'm thinking in my head, like, well, I'll go to the seats and maybe go down to the pits and say what's up. I'll go to the pits beforehand. And then, you know, once once shit gets going, yeah. I'll go up to the seats. Didn't sit in my seat once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I called everybody. I called Sands and waved to him up there when yeah. I was down. Because me and Corey ended up watching the whole thing from the infield, which is great. We're like in the dirt. You know? Yeah, why wouldn't you? It's freaking awesome, right? right? <laughs> yeah. And Corey freaking spoiled now. Yeah. He's never going to be able to watch a sled pull other than like on the dirt next to it. Right. <laughs> but it was it was a cool time. So Corey, let me give me like your your rundown, how you feel, like because it was your first time. You're obviously a diesel enthusiast. You're an off road enthusiast. You have an off road vehicle. Yeah. Uh, you know of sled pulling. Right. But first time there, and you got to watch it on the infield. Tell me about it. Uh so for me, it's just like you feel everything a lot more like because obviously i've watched them on youtube and mm -hmm. and stuff like that but it's like just being there it's it's more energetic and it, like just hearing the motors going seeing the dirt kick up just oh it's so rad dude and uh, the thing for me is too is just seeing the people right you know, yeah a, a lot of times especially at like a, a homegrown event like this is you know you're up in the stands and you're looking down and you're thinking oh these people are you know oh my gosh they must be like it's just tj yeah tj yeah. built a badass truck I was gonna pull with it. Yeah. He's like, and he gets in, and he pulls it out, and he pulls, and then he parks it, and it gets out. I was like, dude, that was cool. He's like, yeah, I was trying this. And it's, it's just like it's an everyday thing for them. Meanwhile, I'm over there like cold sweating the whole time. Like, this is so <laughs> cool. Right. Well, is it, with sled pulling, the thing that I I I have to hand it to him is when you're when you're sled pulling, you're you are literally putting your truck in the worst possible conditions. Mm-hmm. Like you have a trailer that is continually getting heavier the further you go down the track. Yeah. You are basically have it just pegged. Yeah. Like EGTs, shoot, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, like it's, you're just pushing your truck to the, like it's a good test for your parts mm -hmm. to make sure your everything is working how it should and is holding up to it. Cause you're, if, if there's a weak point, you're going to find it. Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, at Moses Lake, we saw TJ blow his axles in a Dana 80, mm -hmm. um, you know, which is 
think it was uh, axles or U joints. I can't remember. It was his axles. Axles. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was. His, I thought yeah. it was U joints. I can't remember that. That was, that was a while back. Yeah, it was a while back. It was something with the rear end he mm. destroyed. But <clears throat> for like that type of axle, like that axle in a truck is is usually the one is like that is noted to be one of the stronger yeah, axles. So, yeah, so, like it. you could yeah you could throw some power and some and some stress against uh you know against that axle and it's going to handle it but yeah you're just it, it, so i have to hand it to them like mm-hmm. they're for for especially the guys that go pass after pass after pass after pass after pass yeah like it's that's a well-built well-put-together truck to be able to handle that yeah consistently and the guys at this level these these aren't like like factory sponsored people by any means no it's their they are truly enthusiasts yeah they're they're building their truck you know monday through friday breaking it saturday sunday building it again yeah. towing it a couple hundred miles go beat the shit out of it again break it yep. get out there I mean, and a lot of times the, the purses on these things are not huge you, you, no. you got you, <laughs> no. you, your truck you, costs you a hundred grand and you <laughs> walk out with like a thousand bucks if you're lucky if you're if you're lucky that's like a like but a, you get a trophy yeah that's like a state fair <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. you might get that maybe not a county fair not a local one that's like state fair type shit yeah um but the where was i going with that uh one of my coolest things that i liked seeing mm-hmm. uh and and you like pointed it out too as as like the night went on like watching the fuel uh come in or mm-hmm. watching the exhaust and how it just like slowly dissipates and you can see it like mixing in with like the turbo and everything mm-hmm. and, and just dissipating like that. That's rad. Yeah. Oh, the uh, putting the truck in the worst possible situation. Even more so as you start going up in class because uh, we are going to have Lenny on here pretty soon. And we, we really need to have one of the Burtons on, if not both of them, yeah. and talk about actual sled pull classes. But uh, from what I know, there's usually like a, a work stock class. Yep. There's like a, a street unlimited, if you will. Um, and then when you get into, and those are usually dictated like a local rules. There's kind of baseline stuff, but usually local rules dictate what can do what. Uh, but then when you start getting into like a two five, a two six, a three zero, or a three six class, usually that's all going to determine uh, by the inlet size of the compressor on the turbo. Yep. And when you start getting into and tires too, it comes out of the tires. There. Yeah, there's a lot more to that, but like usually yeah. like the biggest th- people think it was turbo. Okay. Yeah. Um, but when you start getting into like these three six trucks, you've got this truck that literally has to have a single turbocharger on there that's big enough to support I don't know two thousand horsepower. Yeah, and you have to get this thing spooled from literally a dead stop. Yeah, and then basically as soon as it moves at all, the load is increasing on it. Yeah, so that's when you see those guys at the start line like, and it sounds pissed off like it's down a cylinder. Yeah, and you hear that just the tiniest and the smoke coming out. It's like barely making it out the stack, and then it starts picking up. It starts picking up, and they lean into the fuel more, and it gets blacker, and it starts shooting up, and then all of a sudden you get this big freaking like steam engine choo-choo train plume coming out yeah and that's when you could tell they're starting to move a lot of air and they got to stay on top of that charger the whole time they get out because if they get under it at any point you'll never get it lit again yeah um but uh, that is really fun to watch and it's really fun when you see a truck that's dialed in compared to because let's be honest everybody pretty much everybody in the 36 class is running cummins there there are duramaxes out there and stuff (coughs) like that but almost everybody's running a cummins for sled pulling i'll be honest like i'm a ford guy an inline six is just it's like one of the the most the easiest things to build as far as like to make a, a <laughs> sled pull truck yeah um and we're going to get into that in a little bit of it later yeah. anyways <laughs> uh, keep in mind um 
we all sat down real quick to have a meeting as far as like what this episode was going to be about. I completely trashed it and we're going off the cuff right now. True. Legitimate. This <laughs> happens had, a lot. We had videos up ready to pull up and now we're talking about We can still look them. at them here. Yeah, we, that, that'll be later yeah. on. Um, but when you, when you see the smoke come out of the stack and not only is it going really, really high, but you can actually start seeing the, the actual swirl. Yep. Um, yeah. Like uh, the blades coming out. You can see the swirl. I don't care who you are, and I, I like it, emissions begat. Well, I don't give a shit about that. This is obviously this is racing. This truck's going 300 feet, but right. that is like the coolest thing to me. Yeah. You see this truck just putting out, and and before sled pullers really started to, I would say, get scientific about stuff. And I'm not saying that people didn't in the past, but there's just, I feel like the the racing industry in general, look at F1 cars, dragsters, and whatnot. They, they've been doing it for decades and decades and decades. Everybody knows you got to have data, data, data. Well, you start getting diesel guys, and most of them are just, you know, for the longest time, we're backwoods farm well, dudes. It started with literally, like, farmers. Yeah, I can Mom, pull taking this farther a, than you can. Yeah, or, like, taking a, a turbo off a piece of equipment yeah. and putting it on your truck and seeing what it can do. Like, that's kind of the grassroots, mm -hmm. you know, start of sled pulling. But then you start getting, you know, I think especially over the last like five six years it has been a lot more data driven like oh 100 they're t yes. starting to like okay now we need to the just kind of chucking stuff at it and see what works that that period is so that's like 12 valve days yeah and, you know the early but now you've got these electronic engines with all this tuning and mm -hmm. a lot of these engines are they'll actually build them with with lowered compression because mm -hmm. they know that these turbos are creating this mass amount of air um that if it had that higher compression, it's just going to freaking blow the head mm. or blow the block or apart. The turbo or yeah. it, so, and keep in mind, this is like a cement fill block. A, no coolant. a lot of them are. <laughs> a lot of them are. Yeah. So there's no coolant. Again, they're meant to run 300 feet. Like that's yeah. it. Like that's that's the extent of it. So it's it's pretty incredible how how it's you know how it's progressed. Yeah. But before they were started actually measuring like shaft speed yeah. as in RPMs. Basically, what you had to go off of was the smoke coming out of the stack. Yeah, and you look at it like, okay, which is a great tell. It I mean, is it's like, a fantastic. Tell. How tall is that one? When did the when did it turn real black? You know, okay, I start turning black twice. This one went up to like it went that high. Okay, that means I can put more air into it. Well, that one went too high. Now I went white. Okay, I got to bring it back down a little bit. I'm out of fuel. But now, obviously, you can like you know turbo shaft speed. It's like well, I got I got more turbo, less turbo, so on and so forth. But it, it really makes for it's super interesting. And the hard part about for me for sled pulling is I freaking love it. My yeah. wife hates it. Yeah. Hates it. Capital H. Well, I mean, it, if you're not an enthusiast like us, what do you? Oh yeah, heck yeah. If you're not an enthusiast like us, um, for someone to watch something like this, they just don't get it because it's it's actually relatively unclimactic, uh, kind of. If you're not if you're not if you don't know what's going on, because. Like for us diesel guys, we can look at it and be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's awesome. Look at it. Look at all you know. He's taking off. He's he's slipping his his clutch right now, but now he's grabbing traction. And here he goes. Look at the smoke clear up. He's making power. He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it. Whereas someone else looks at it and is like, "That's it, right? Like yeah. you're just it pulling even go uh, through her feet. Yeah, you're just pulling a a, a trailer. Like what, what's so hard about that? To me, it, it almost. Uh, <coughs> this is not to say that. Uh, Sorry, I had to refill my barley juice. Uh, not to say that uh, everybody who watches Sled Pulls is a genius or anything like that, but uh, I, I put it almost akin to people that uh, don't like watching baseball. 
if you do not know what's going on with baseball, it is boring as shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. watch the highlights, and it might be interesting. But like, for someone like me, I every pitch, it's like a whole new scenario. Right. Everything going on. There, there's, there's so much going on between lines in baseball that, you know, I can sit there, especially if like if I'm there watching it, and I can be riveted the entire time. Yeah. And to anybody else, it'd be like. The only exciting parts when the balls hit, and there could be three hits the entire game, and I'm like, like eyes peeled the yeah. entire time. It's kind of like that for sled pulling. If you're not sure what you're looking at, you know, and I, I get like being there, support your husband or something like that, or if you know, if you happen to like trucks too, but in general, you know, yeah, it's freaking boring, especially because a truck makes a pull, and then they got to fix the track, and a truck makes another pull. So it's usually like three, four, five minutes yeah, around between. there between poles. Yeah. And it could get really slow. It's like you're sitting like, oh. I mean, and the, and the announcers can only do so much. Right. There's only so many times you can play Bad to the Bone. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's like nine songs they have a license suit to play. Yeah. So I totally get that. And that's honestly, being down to the pits, though, like uh, on the infield, I was, I was not bored. Yeah. I feel like we should announce the next one. I'm... I'm waiting for someone to ask us to announce it. I feel like I would, dude, that would be so much fun to announce, or just be like a guest announcer. Like I was, I want to announce. My I'd friends. want to announce the whole thing. No, yeah, I, I'd want to do the whole thing. Like give us the whole, go, give us the whole deal. You yeah, know? give us the list. Of I'll the pay you one hundred dollars. Yeah, let so let us, yeah, let us do it. <laughs> that'd be that'd be kind of fun. No. So as far as uh, sled pulling stories goes, and watching sled pulling, so. You have a good story, and I'm going to tell a story after that. It's and I don't, I don't think he actually listens to the podcast, even though he has a diesel truck. He's got better things to do because he's he's a tech guy, but he happens to drive a diesel because he likes side-by-sides. Who? His name's Louie. Oh. Yeah, he likes granola. He's a Duramax owner. Oh. Yeah. And okay. dudes. And dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, you watched some sled pulling this weekend. Yeah, so on TV. yeah, we have like streaming, mm-hmm. uh, and Mav TV had had a couple sled pulls from a couple of years ago. Yeah, unsponsored shout out. Thanks, Mav TV, for putting cool stuff on. Right. Well, well, before you mention that, because yeah, the yeah. thing that I actually enjoy probably the most with sled pulling is some of like the old tractors that pull. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just like yeah. <laughs> see how the guy like pop a wheelie on his like tractor. He's like yeah. <laughs> shifting. Like I don't know. Like it seems like he's got way more to do. Like he's like really I, working. I that think it's because you can bitch. see him. Well, yeah, yeah, but he's like just working that thing. Yeah. And also, the one I really like is when they do like semi trucks. Yes, you and yeah. I were that talking shit, about that. We were talking that about that, gets, that too. Yeah. That gets me going for some reason. I don't know. It just it gets me going. That that one for me, like if you were to say semi trucks, drag racing with a trailer or sled pulling, drag Both racing with them. a trailer. Yeah, the I drag racing with the trailer is wild because so cool. they do it uphill too. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you just like, see him torqued out. And some of those trucks sound, dude, so freaking nasty. Like World War Three, dude. Yeah, and just you're just in there in that cab, just working that thing. Like, oh man, like that. We even talked about it before, like when we had a little barbecue here. Like, I I want a freaking I want a semi truck. Yeah, I want a cab over like my buddy's pier belt that he has. Like, I want that truck. Like, and I would sled pull the shit out of that truck. Okay, before we talk talk about semi trucks, and I get a semi. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Corey. Yes. What go. did you watch this weekend on Map TV? Uh, it was just more sled pulls. It was a three six class. Okay. Uh, but it, it's so crazy because like watching them like in person versus like on the TV. Like, 
I found myself cheering more like on the TV, like, come on, you can get that, that little extra, you know, foot or two. It's mm. just wild. Dude. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of guys too can like start out really good mm-hmm. and not make it. And you're like, well, well yeah. what happened? Like, well, you started out so good. Yeah. And some <laughs> like, of them, you know, they come in late and they're like, yeah, wait a second. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just so keeps going. The, uh, the story I have with watching sled pulls. Okay. Is uh so this was probably 2011, 2011. Um, I was living with my buddy Louie at the time, uh, and he was he had already graduated from school, but I was still going, and we were it was just me and him. I can't remember if it was one other person in the house or not, but I was working really odd hours, and at the time, uh, it was you know didn't have a girlfriend, whatever, and and like I still loved watching Sled Point though. Anytime Sled Point was on TV, and at that point. Sled points basically be on like ESPN two or ESPN eight, the Ocho. The Ocho. I was like, gonna bring that easy. The Ocho. <laughs> the Ocho at, <laughs> at like two AM. Yeah. Yeah. So I happened to come home from work and it was late as shit. And of course, being single, I can't remember if I either bought brought fast food and came home or I ate a can of chili. Either way. Yeah. And at the time I was a heavy smoker, if you guys didn't know, cigarettes. I love them for all the wrong reasons. Everybody was like, You said you quit. I'm like, Yeah, I quit because I met my wife. Uh, but I, I, I love the way they smell. I love the way they taste. I love packing cigarettes. I, I love tearing open them. I love lighting them. I love flicking them out when I'm done. Like the whole thing about <laughs> smoking cigarettes, I freaking yeah. love. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I don't love nowadays is have you seen how much cigarettes cost now? Oh, dude, they're like 10 bucks a pack or something. Like they're upwards of. I would, I could legitimately own, if, if I still smoked and I decided to stop smoking at the rate I was, yeah. I could take that money and roll it straight into like a brand new truck payment oh, and be sure. covered. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, I was easily, you know, at minimum, once I got, you know, really kind of rolled into it, I was minimum pack and a half, you know, maybe two packs a day. At my worst, I was easily three packs a day. <laughs> That's so weird because I don't really see you as a, as I, a smoke. I would, yeah. <laughs> loved it. Loved it for all the wrong reasons. Okay, guys. Uh, for those of you wondering, don't don't do it. Don't start smoking. I get it. But like, if you do, just make and and you meet a girl and don't lose a good girl for cigarettes. Yeah. But trust trust me, the girl's gonna love you more than cigarettes will. Just smoke a good cigar. Yeah, smoke that good always cigar. makes you look, you know, distinguished. Yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> and I was I was a little buzzed. Had a couple of beers while I was you know sitting there watching the sled pulls and it's on. And I'm like, damn, I, I'm I'm starting to get like rowdy. And it's like yeah. about two thirty in the morning, <laughs> and the only way I can do this is like I had to like angle the TV towards the back door, and I, was, I had one foot in, one foot out, smoking a cigarette, like blowing it out the door so I could still watch the TV with a beer in my hand, yeah. like cheering <laughs> on yeah. the freaking sled pullers. And Louis comes out, and he's like, "Fuck you, dude! It's like three thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing?" And I look at him like. Like he's the one that's wrong. Like, what do you mean? What's wrong? Sleppels, <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude. Like, what's, yeah. what are you? What's going on? Sleppels, yeah, <laughs> stressful. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> I'm like, all right, sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> my bad. I'm like, throw a cigarette out. And I turn the TV down. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Crack another beer. <laughs> and that's when I realized that maybe I like sled pulling a lot more than I thought I did. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, and that's probably all my way. It's I cool. Like it's it. cool. I'd like to. Um, the one time I did sled pull, I know you guys heard this story a thousand times, so I'm not even going to go over it. But the one time I did sled pull, I broke a truck. So, um, <laughs> you know, my my uh, uh, my uh, uh, career with sled pulling is 
It's very short. Very, 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 <laughs> very uh, expensive <laughs> truck to start and <laughs> failed miserably. The, the, I, I'm not going to go through the whole story because I know you guys have heard it, but the funniest part of that whole entire story is I was talking so much shit in the lineup. It was so good. So much shit. I was just, the guy's like, oh, what do you got done to your truck? I'm like, everything. <laughs> The answer is yes. <laughs> like, well, just name something. It's been done. Yeah. <laughs> what what go, don't I have yeah, done? Yeah, I mean, that's actually a more valid question. It's got, it's got a factory body on it. That's about it. <laughs> I'm trying to find it because I, I have the video. Oh, it. yeah. it was. Uh, that was a good time, though. I, I, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I wish they would bring the... Um, yeah. Wait for it. Wait, is this yours? Hold on. <laughs> I only did one poll, so. Oh, I gotta find it here. You're scrolling through my old videos. Old videos. I think part of like uh, no, my issue not. when I go in person, like I instantly go into like photographer mode. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So Corey brought his camera. And he was down on the dirt in the pits taking some badass pictures. Yeah, uh, We will post some of them, but it, it, they were really cool. I'll put a couple on the screen. Here we go. Wait for it. Oh, that's definitely not you. <laughs> Here we go. Man, that's way too loud. Where the hell is it? <sighs> I got to keep looking for it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting a lot of... Well, my sled pull career was uh, just like a mimosa. It happened quick, and it ended faster. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have the video saved. I just got to keep kind of scrolling through and finding it here. But I do want to uh, turn the conversation a little bit. Still about sled pulling, but... Uh, Tyler, what up? if you were to build a sled pull truck, what would you go with? And I, no. let's let's go ahead and say like th there's not unlimited budget but you're not obviously like you're uh, not spending like hundreds of million or like tons and tons of money um well i'd i'd, I'd probably look at a i mean i would definitely be in the cummins category mm -hmm. um if i couldn't find a like you know a third gen five nine i'd be honestly probably looking at like a second gen um honestly and, and maybe you know p pump it basically pretty similar to what TJ's running. Mm -hmm. um, I think that would be the the so the twenty four valve. Yeah, I think that would be the kind of the cheaper cheapest entry fee as far as a truck. Um, I mean, regardless of what truck you you go with, you're either going to spend more money on a truck, and then you know, depending on the class two that you want to be in. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think you could get into a second gen, relatively cheap, and have a good kind of you know good solid platform. You don't really have to worry about steering issues and that sort of thing like you're yeah. just going in a straight line so as long as it just you know doesn't break completely yeah. off as long as it can go straight. as long as it can just go straight like um so i i that's pot probably what i would look at as far as a starter rig for something like that just because of the entry fee would be super cheap then you can kind of i mean you can play with it for a while with a vp but i mean <clears throat> we all know vp trucks have their issues especially when you start heavy fueling them mm -hmm. But they typically only have the issues when you let off. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's also why a lot of times you see, especially with mechanical pump trucks or even like uh, hybrid mechanical pump trucks, you you hear like when after they cycle, they finish, they go, yeah, and they just chop it. 
Yeah, so I mean that's probably what I would just because I know that you know a twelve valve Cummins, you know P pump twelve valve Cummins is kind of a desirable truck. So you're going to spend more money on something like that with the same mileage versus a twenty four valve VP truck. I think that would be a good platform to start with. Maybe find yourself a, a P pump that you could swap into it and kind of just slowly kind of make it into something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wouldn't do a first gen because I, I I those are to me are starting to get into like the classic truck sort of phase you end up paying too much for it and you end up, again the entry fee is is you know i wouldn't do a six five or six two those are just stupid well, yeah, as far as pulling well, power then you, you would end up you would definitely <clears throat> have to p-pump that engine yeah. asap yeah like nothing against ve pump trucks <clears throat> but like your your max you know we've talked about before 400 maybe 440 out of a yeah and then you're doing the same thing you would do on a on a you know a 24 valve but then you're again the entry fee so I, that's probably what i would go to if i couldn't find maybe a higher mileage third gen because obviously you know third gen gives you a little bit more opportunities as far as making more power with less less money mm-hmm. to a point as far as tuning and that sort of thing goes so yeah well i know you'd probably go with the six liter ford uh, i would but <laughs> I, found, I found the video so let me let me play this okay, yeah. here. you can hear the breakage again this is a i call i should call this my mimosa run <laughs> Started out great, yeah. ended terribly. <laughs> that is the worst. That is the noise you do not want to hear when you're sled pulling. Reliving glory days. I'm showing Tyler now. Mm. It's going so good. Boom. Broke. <laughs> and that's where. I was so utterly disappointed. I did not want to show my face. I think uh, <laughs> it's pits. safe to say, basically, there were three people in that area at that sled pull event where their blood ran cold. Dude. You, me, and Dustin. Yeah. We're like, Dad's going to kill us. Dad's well, I Cooper. was just like, shit, I talk so much crap to all those people behind me, and I just freaking broke this thing on my first run. <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we all know what I'm going to pick, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But, Corey, what would you pick? I don't know. Uh, I feel like I don't have enough knowledge on them yet, mm-hmm. so I, I would have to like do a lot more research and, and kind of figure it out. But just basic, I think I'd probably go third gen. Third gen? Yeah. It's not, not a bad way to go. Right. I mean, especially if you find a manual third gen, like an NV5600 truck or even an NV4500 truck. Um, one of those, I mean, AM axle on the back. Good axle in the front. Transfer case probably blow up on you, but we don't care about that. Yeah, transmission. Common injection. I mean, hold, yeah. yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, if you get envy in there, you're gonna be fine. Right. Even the 45 or 5600, but even then, like common rail, even with stock injectors, and I'm talking even as a high mileage truck, just to get out there and run, just tune the living piss out of them. Yeah. They're not gonna be happy. You're not gonna last very long. But I mean, you could. I mean, I remember. Man, we had a uh, one of the dinos we had a long time ago. There was was a Dustin Buckingham. He ran 505, 505 horsepower on a third gen. It was a, it was still a non-CAN bus truck. So I think it was like, a, so it was an 03 to 05. Um, stock injectors with like a, I want to say it was like a 363 to 366 SXE, 364 and a half. Just tuned the living shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like random, like fuel cut. Yeah. Like lift pump and everything on there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he made like 505 to the tire. And I'm not saying that's a horsepower recipe. I mean, this truck was literally like that was at the end of its power. Right. Uh, but I mean, if you're looking to sled pull, 
It only needs to be happy at like that twenty three hundred and above RPM. Yeah. <laughs> like as long as it as long as she's singing when you're up there. Yeah. Like <laughs> So for me it, it would be a six liter. I would one hundred percent buy a six liter. And it's not because I'm a Ford fanboy like that. It's I'm thinking more. It's so, because you're a Ford fanboy. Come bit. on. <laughs> and, and I fully acknowledge that I mean the I would more likely get spanked almost all the time by the third gen. Yeah. In my class. But you're going to sound pretty badass doing it. I'm going to sound badass. (laughs) Six O's love high RPMs. They love getting on top of the turbo because they do it pretty easy. Um, And you got a really good drivetrain underneath you. And six O's are fairly a dime a dozen. You're probably going to lift ahead anyways if you're sled pulling. Yeah. I already know what's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) If if I was to start sled pulling today, I would buy a six O. I would put the biggest drop in charger I could on it. And I would stud the living shit out of it. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, I was, you can't really stud something harder than just studding shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna stud it so hard. Yeah. I'm gonna add enough stud. <laughs> we're gonna drill gym, some dude. holes. And we're gonna add some more. Yeah. <laughs> I would stud the living crap out of it. Hood stack it, and just you know, just tune. You know, just I want the heaviest fucking <laughs> tune you can put yeah. on there, yeah. and just let her eat. Yeah. Like I, I would be, I would be surprised. Like my goal would be like if I can break a drivetrain component before I break the engine. Goal achieved. That's how hard I want to yeah, go. Yeah, that's <laughs> how hard I want to slow pull a six zero. And the thing is, if I blow a six zero, I'm just going to be constantly on the hunt for other six zero trucks. Yeah, they're always wrecked. They're always, and I don't even care if I find a leaf sprung six zero. Like I would rather have a radius arm, but I don't even care if I find a leaf sprung six zero. I'll find it. And I'll I'll just throw like F four fifty front leaf springs on it, stiffen the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, and just just run the living crap out of it and have a great time. Yeah. And the funniest part is one of the funniest parts about the whole thing. I bet you the air conditioning would still work. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the only downside I found to uh, the pool that we went to, uh-huh. it felt short. It was. I I I, I well, wish they take we a lot of time. It. Yeah. I mean they 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 really do. So, I would have I would have loved to have seen multiple pools. So here's the deal with most county fair shows, um, at least where where we are at the Spokane County Fair, and there's a lot of other fairs that are like this. But um, when you have an event in the in the actual arena, there is a time frame. Yeah, it's seven to nine or like six thirty. Basically, there has to be there's a hard cutoff of when you have to be done. Yeah. So that doesn't mean necessarily you know because most levels you go to, it gets two runs, and when it's done, it's done. Yeah, you know, if there's a lot of trucks, or they cut off, or, or they say like, "Hey, we're going to start early, we're going to go late, whatever." So when it's done, it's done. Um, this one, they basically have enough time; everybody gets one run, and it's yeah. not even like one practice run. You just get yeah. one run, and that's it. Yeah. So that that is, you're definitely right. Uh, that was kind of one of the fun things about Moses Lake. Um, they they started a little bit later in the day, which kind of sucked. Um, towards the end, I, I don't even know what's going on this year. I tried finding, I couldn't find it. I have to text DJ. Um, but they they usually would start a little bit earlier in the day. And they'll, there's no cap on trucks. They're like, if you want to come pull, come pull. Everybody gets two, and we're going to go until we're done. Yeah. Like, period. I don't care if we get 40 trucks and everybody wants to go twice. We will stay here. And <laughs> where's my the Mean Girls? From, uh, the scene from Mean Girls. I will keep you here until we find this out. <laughs> as long as we have to. <clears throat> Sorry, we can only hold them till 4.30. I will keep you here till 4.30. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but that's yeah. So if you if you go to a, a larger uh, like a state fair, a lot of times it won't have that. Over, oh, it's like an actual just sled pulling event. Yeah. Um. Usually they'll say something more where it's like you know it'll cap it at forty trucks or early registration only or something like that. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, the the other downside is too is uh, you know every time they pull like we mentioned before they got to reset the track, and you can definitely tell when the crews are like in sync because there there were multiple times I'm yeah. sure you felt it too. Oh, yeah. I swore they were all going to hit each other because yep. they have a steamroller and they have two guys like troweling or flat. I'm not even know what the word is, but they you know, they're flattening it. Yeah, and I swear there were times where I was like they're about to hit. And they're just looking at each other, like, mm, 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 and they like, just it was, it was like a symphony. Yeah, yeah. And they got it down. They got it down, pat. Um, but yeah, so it was it was super fun to see sled pulls, man. I, I was really excited. I got to see one of my, my favorite. Don't get me wrong, I love Lenny. I love the Burtons. My favorite local legend is Tim O'Neill. I don't even know if he's legendary status, but he's legendary in my eyes. Yeah. If you ever watch anything from the Pacific Northwest, um, everything he has is red. His truck's called everything. C and Red. And I mean, yeah. a C, a letter C, letter N, red. Uh, he Tim O'Neill does not lift. No. If his truck's still moving, he's still in the throttle. I yeah. don't care if they're waving the red flag. He's like, fuck it, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the reasons I loved him. Tim is also one of those guys where if we sell parts to him, it's no warranty Tim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim gets a little bit of a discount, but Tim breaks parts. Yeah, <laughs> and Tim doesn't get a warranty because no. Tim almost always breaks parts because <clears throat> they were using being used the way they're not supposed to be used. Exactly. And he knows that, and we know that. Yeah, <laughs> yep. It's like, do you want to just buy two of them now? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I know you're gonna fuck one of them up. Right. <laughs> not because you're dumb. Not because you're gonna install it wrong. Just not because it's a bad part. Yeah, just, yeah. you're gonna find the limit, and then yeah. you're gonna okay. That's as far as that one goes. Gonna back it down 001 percent. Yeah, that's how Tim works. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but uh, Tim was out there. Uh, he had a pretty good run. He's one of those guys that's uh, as I've been watching him, um, he's gone up in, in classes and whatnot. Uh, but he he took the plunge pretty hard. He went from uh, just like a work stock class, and then he was in. I remember he's in like a two five class, and he went straight into the three zero class. And I can't remember if he's in a three six class now or not. Uh, no, no, because he's still dually. He's not on like on actual cutters. Yeah, so he's a, he's a three zero class. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he runs a. a, a uh, yeah, P Punk twenty four valve, uh, manual truck has a hand throttle, runs you know dual wheels. Truck. It is a badass yeah. truck. Yeah, and he's used that same truck every time. And his pull truck is another. It's a VP forty four red second gen, cherry. Yeah, yeah. Trailer cherry red. Yep. Everything everything's red. red. His suit's, suit's red. red. His shoes are red. red. Yeah. It's, I think he, <laughs> I think one time he even sh- at Moses Lake he showed his underwear was even red. No, I was going to mention that. So he. I asked him, and then this is where you're at. You're, I was like, Tim, yeah. you you have everything red. He goes, everything's red. It's the best color. I was like, Tim, what color are your underwear? He's like, if I warm, they'd be red. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, Tim, you dirty dog. You dirty dog. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, if you ever see any, any uh, Pacific Northwest pulling and you see a red Dooley second gen, he's got a big, you know, old skateboard brand Spitfire. Not old skate. They're cur- still current, but, like, the Spitfire, the little flame head. Yeah. It's red. He's got one of those on the truck. Um, but, yeah, he, he's probably one of my favorite guys out here. Yeah. Uh, Lenny did really well. His trucks all did well. Um, the other sled pulling thing that happened this weekend that's been like going through the internet was that uh, that runaway, that runaway, and it was uh, Ontario, I think. Duramax. It was a Duramax. Yeah, I think you saw it too. I think I might have sent it in. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. So there was a. Uh, it was a, a, a. It looked like an L5P too. Like it was a newer. It was at least LML. At least. At least L. Yeah. At least. Yeah. All the videos I seen was kind of far off, but it, yeah. I, I thought it, was, it looked, kind of looked like L5P. They may just put a different hood on it. They, they, I mean, yeah. you know, they could, but uh, uh, I saw both runs, and the first run it makes you think like, why the hell would you hook again? Um, or if that's how the truck normally runs, like you guys are literally playing with fire because yeah. the truck was on fire at the end. That was that um, was that was crazy. That was crazy. I haven't seen a runaway in a long time. That's I haven't a, either. 
So we, I did a little bit more research. And according to what I found is the, I think, and I'm, I, if, if I'm wrong here, comment, let me know, correct me. Because again, this is fairly fresh. The po video started getting, I think I got posted on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, and today's Tuesday. Uh, so it's a, a black four-door long bed Duramax county fair. There's a whole bunch of different angles of it now. Um, but the first run, he basically gets all the way, you know, does a nice pull. And you can see the manifold's glowing red. And at the end of his pull, I mean, it, like, engines basically shut down, and there's still fire coming out of the, the, the hood stack. Yeah. And everything's still glowing red, which is not uncommon. Ductile iron, glow red, okay. Yeah. Um, but on the second pull, uh, it's, like, he slows down, and, like, when it's supposed to stop, he's basically got, like, I think he had triple CP4s on it, or, or triple fuel, or, uh, I want to say triple 10 mil uh, pumps on there. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the plungers basically stuck open. So even if they, if he, if he took his foot off the throttle, it's it still, still feeding it fuel. Yeah. Um, and there, there are things in place to prevent that from happening. There's a positive air shutoff. There's a, you know, a metal slide that's spring loaded. So basically you press a button, goes yep. right in front of the turbo, Stops all the snuffs air. it out. Um, that I, if I recall correctly, that can be actuated not only by the driver, but there is a fail safe, um, on the, the sled as well. So if they get disconnected, that automatically pulls it. Um, and if I and again, if I recall correctly, because I've only seen the inside, the inner workings of like someone who actually rides in the sled a couple of times. Yeah. But I believe they have they can pull this fail safe as well, to yeah. where it shuts down the truck. Yeah. Um. And when you see it start bucking and start running away, what you what I didn't realize the first time I watched it, but like the tires are still going. The thing's just not idling there. And so it starts bucking and traction and traction and traction, traction, <gasps> boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Just like, and you think for a second, like, oh my God, like let out, man. Like the sled's not going anywhere. And then you right. realize like, no, nah, he's along for the ride. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's a ride. And from what I, I've heard, uh, he was cognizant of what was happening before, like when you're that in tune with he your He knew truck, something was up. He knew something yeah. was up before it started bucking. Yeah. And from what I can tell, he purposely left the clutch like did not disengage the clutch to hopefully have the wheels grip and kill the engine yeah to keep it from actually because at that point if you disconnect any drag on the engine it's gonna, it's gonna run until it blows up right um so i don't know if that's normal sled call or sled pull <clears throat> protocol or if anybody would even like and that in my like per, i've never sled pulled period but obviously if i was at that level like i don't even know if i would have the wherewithal to think about that like, well, yeah. I mean, I, cheers to him. Like, I don't even, I don't know if the motor was saved. I went to three six class. Um, again, if anybody has any information or any pictures, I'd love to see him. And it's not because I like to revel in other people's like misfortune. Yeah. It's just we're all diesel enthusiasts. We want to know, like, right? What, what happened? What, what, yeah. I want to see the carnage. Like, what happened, man? Um, but yeah, that one was pretty wild. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, I watched it probably fifteen times. Yeah, <laughs> I watched it a few times myself too. And it was yeah, that was, that was pretty wild. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I'm really interested to you know, learn more on that one. Yeah, the more you know, the more you know. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna wrap this one up. Uh, the two things that we originally said we were gonna talk about this one didn't even touch. We're gonna talk about next episode. Ooh, but ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's about 5 p.m. Pacific time, which means we're about to sign off on this podcast, but we're about to go live on Instagram, which uh, if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, just so you guys know, again, we go live just about every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific time on our Instagram page. You can find us by searching America's Diesel Podcast. We appreciate all of you guys tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. In Wild Country, rules.
rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.